Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. This podcast reviews the Joe Rogan experience for the week. No affiliation with his podcast, just a fan podcast where um, a guest will come on or I'll speak alone. And we just talk about the best elements of the week, the best podcasts of the week, give a bit of a breakdown and a summary, uh, throw in some questions of our own, and uh, generally talk about any kind of inspiration that we got out of certain ones. There's always um, good messages in Joe Rogan's podcast, or just funny things, like today with uh, podcast 1192, Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony Hinchcliffe uh, opens up for Joe Rogan on the road a lot of the time. They've been friends a long time. Fantastic comedian, incredibly talented joke writer, his writes a lot for the roasts, which are very difficult uh, jokes to write. Um, as far as I can tell, they're, they're almost kind of one-liner elements and very specific and the types of jokes you can't use a bunch of times. So, um, you know, you need very talented people to do it. And, and Tony is, and super hardworking. Uh, he also hosts a show called Kill Tony, which is Monday nights at the Comedy Store. And I believe it's the most watched live podcast that there is. I don't know, but it's such a good show. It's so entertaining. It's always fascinating. I've been to a couple of those and, uh, uh, you know, if my schedule permitted, I would go to a lot more of them. It really is one of the best shows you can watch for comedy. And it's so different too because of the way comedians will go up on stage for just one minute and do a little bit and then... Um, Tony will have uh, some special guests on and they kind of ask him questions, sometimes kind of roast the, the guy that went up there. But even if all the comedians that show up for that day are terrible, the shows are usually still fantastic just because of the way that these guys break everything down. It's really good. Um, anyway, Tony talks uh, about quitting smoking, which he's done. I guess he was a smoker, but now he's quit, so good for Tony. Um, he said that the nicotine pens helped um, and really the reason he smoked is because growing up in his mom's house, uh, little house, it was just full of smoke. And uh, that was pretty common, you know, for kids in the 80s and early 90s, um, mostly 80s. But um, yeah, uh, just people didn't think about it in the same way. And, uh, you know, he misses it, I think, is what he was saying. But uh, it is better, like he knows it's better that he's not smoking. They talk a little bit about pain pills and how getting a hold of pain pills from the dentist or whatever really wipe people out. And really all the people that pain pills have killed as well. Um, pretty brutal. We lost uh, Prince. We lost um, Michael Jackson. I don't think that was the pain pills they were saying. That was to something else. But we lost him. Tom Petty to fentanyl. Uh, these are, you know, real problems. Now, they move on to talk about how in Canada they've legalized marijuana and some companies out there are creating THC brews. So it's going to be like beers that get you a little bit high, which is really cool, I think. Um, uh, I think it's cool in a way because maybe you just have two beers and like be right where you want to be. Whereas sometimes you, you know, you drink five or six beers and... Um, you know, you just, too much alcohol. 
it's bad for your system. Marijuana's not bad, so add that to some booze and make sure you don't drive home. Uh, they talk about how some guy got arrested for hiding in a porta potty um, because he liked to get shit on or peed on by women, so he'd hide under a tarp, which is really fucked up. And uh, it. What was great about it is Tony is so funny that he kept bringing that up all through the podcast at different points, and uh, his timing on it is just amazing. You got to check it out. It's so funny how he um, goes back into that. Back to the legalization of weed in Canada, they were saying that you can fly with it, fly, uh, you know, in and around Canada with marijuana because now it's legal in that whole country, which I think is really cool. Uh, it's pretty fucking fantastic. You can go on vacation and take your weed with you. Um, then they got on to uh, just like these weird experiments that were being done where straight guys would uh, have these like sensors put on their junk and it would see if they got aroused by watching gay porn. A lot of people did. It was like con- devices connected to their dick. And then they move on to shows that were even crazier than fear factor which joe rogan used to host but like the these japanese shows and i guess they were watching you know japanese game shows and nuts if you've never seen them before uh they would do they do all kinds of weird stuff but there was one where a japanese guy i think on the show he's like a straight guy and a gay guy will blow him and he's got to not come and if he does come he loses and yeah that was like a real thing um, nuts. I don't really want to research that at all. It sounds uh, like something I don't want to watch. But uh, hilarious that that's a show and that people in Japan do it. I mean, that's definitely one up from uh, uh, the kind of madness that was going on in Fear Factor. Uh, next, they talk about Megan Kelly and how she's kind of ruined her career by saying what's wrong with people going in blackface um, to like Halloween and things like that. Um, and, and the point is, they pulled up some old movies. I, I think they were saying it was like the first movie with sound ever. But it was some guy that wore blackface. And it's really, you know, it's racist as fuck. And it's just ridiculous that anybody would think that you could say that. I think Megyn Kelly is just like really out of touch. So anyway, her career is kind of done. Uh, they go back to Sober October because it's just like the last little bit of that uh joe was working out for almost six hours a day and uh, felt like his body was breaking down he ended up winning that whole competition but the amount of time that he was putting in was unreal i think there was an instagram post on joe rogan's um instagram that he asked the company where they fell in the rankings and i think globally they're in the top 0.1 percent airy shafir burke kreischer tom segura and joe rogan so Wow, good job to those guys. They really crushed it, and that's really impressive. Even Bert, who lost, still pretty good effort. Definitely more than I did last month. Um, and then they get into uh, why why um, people are, are so fast to like end people's careers now. Uh, they talk a little bit about the Roseanne issue, about you know how how people jumped all over her for her racist tweets and then really just all these people that are being brought down. And it's like they're kind of getting into the fact that they like they like when people fail, you know? And uh, we've seen people do well. We've seen people 
rise up and do like American Idol and do awesome. And now I think that, you know, the tides have changed and, you know, society is enjoying watching people collapse and with no chance of coming back, which which is a real shame. Uh, Tony then brings up Whitey Bulger and how he was recently killed in jail. Whitey Bulger was from, I believe, Boston, who was a gangster. He actually was responsible for running Dana White out of town by, I think, beating up Dana White. Not personally, but having people do it. But, uh, and, you know, the, and Joe talks about some stories because he was from Boston. And I guess that there was this guy that was getting tortured one time. And uh, they were breaking his bones with a hammer. But they kept injecting him with cocaine to keep him awake. So he could feel the pain because he kept passing out. And, uh, yeah, they, it just some brutal stuff. Uh, went down and Whitey Bulger supposedly was killed by a guy that hates snitches and hates people that hurt women and Whitey did both of that so he's an old man but you know maybe he finally got what was coming to him Um, he also talks about how Joe used to train a guy that worked for Whitey Bulger and how hard that they would train and fight like they weren't exactly all that great fighter but they would come at him like as hard as you can one time Joe was sparring with a guy who was honestly trying to kill him. And this guy, for all intents and purposes, was his friend. But once they got going, it wasn't sparring, it was fighting. And Joe got cornered, got cracked pretty hard on the head, and he just decided, right, I need to defend myself. And Joe is obviously nationally ranked, so he could easily take this guy out. And he just decided, well, I've got to give him a wheel kick, and just broke his jaw. The guy wanted to continue fighting. Absolutely insane. Uh, towards the end of the podcast, uh, they, they talk about, Tony's talking about his uh, San Francisco trip with Kill Tony, his show, where he drove everyone up to San Francisco. Uh, it's the only time someone has walked off of Kill Tony, and the same guy actually did it twice was in San Francisco, so that's pretty funny. And he drove everyone up there in a big van, and even drove right back, right after the show, slept a bit in the morning, and was up on stage Saturday night. The guy is a beast. His work ethic is is tremendous, and that takes a lot of effort and energy, and good for him. I mean, that really is inspirational and inspiring for, for anyone doing anything, just, just to know that, like, you know, he was obviously tired, worn out, could have taken some time off, but he's like, no, this is what I do. I'm scheduled, I go. Um, he's also going to bring back what he calls the golden pony hour. I'm not super sure what that is. Maybe it's just another comedy show or... Um, something that he does. Um, I have heard about it. If, if Tony Hinchcliffe has anything to do with it, it's going to be superb and definitely worth checking out. And for it, Joe is going to get him a gold suit made, which I think is amazing. So he's going to get a perfectly tailored gold suit. I can't wait to see it. Um, follow Tony Hinchcliffe on Instagram if you don't already. And like I said, he's absolutely superb. Uh, one of my favorite comics to watch. And uh, always a pleasure uh, when he's on the Joe Rogan experience just to hear how close they are and their friendship and, uh, you know, all the great things that Tony's getting up to. So anyway, thank you again for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Love you guys.